Good morning on this Saturday morning and welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We're going to pick up exactly where we left off yesterday in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 22. And I want us to understand something that sometimes by tradition, sometimes by it simply being so common to us that we accept things without sometimes questioning them and it becomes the norm uh, in our lives. And because of that, sometimes many of these things then bring confusion. Today we're going to look at least, I'm, I'm hoping to look at at least three different scriptures. I want to read some different translations uh, to you. I want you to see where we're going with this. But in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, the King James Version translates, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Now, this is the story of the fig tree that Jesus had cursed. And basically all he did was look for fruit on it. He didn't find any and he told it, the tree, to dry up and to die. No man eat fruit from you anymore. And the tree basically obeyed the word of Jesus. And the mistake would be to simply say, well, that was Jesus, that's not us. But see, that's where we miss it. God wants us to be able to walk in the same faith that Jesus walked in. God's faith. He wants us to follow his example. Uh, We struggle. We... Uh, make efforts and uh, mentally strive to see if we can attain this. But let's look at some of the translations that we have here. One translation says, Jesus answering said to them, have God's faith. Now stop and think about that for a second as you go to the book of Hebrews to chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtained a good report. By it also we understand that the worlds, the ages were framed. The word of God not only framed the ages, the word of God created the heavens and the earth and everything that exists. And God, by speaking his word, brought into existence everything and anything that has ever existed. And he knew exactly what he was saying and when he was doing what he was doing. And on the seventh day, of course, he rested, which we've already talked about that. But you you can think, well, you know, that's that's. That's, that, that, that can't be possible for us to have God's faith. But you have to understand that God is a supernatural being. And he never intended for us in the natural to try to attain through our efforts and our strength our manipulations, our works, our thinking, positive uh, thinking, positive confession. Uh, I mean, these things may be good and proper in their due time. But God never meant anything to be natural where the enemy can have access to attack, to alter, to change. 
And if we can see something, if we can hear something, if we can feel something, we can touch something, we can taste something, we can smell something, then it's easy for those things to be altered and we're given a different reality, a deception. And we then buy into it, believing that that's the way that it's supposed to be. Remember, the devil is a counterfeiter. He is a liar. He's a master of illusion. David Copperfield has nothing on on the devil. He is the one that's the great illusionist. To make the entire world believe that he doesn't exist, that takes something. Well, I don't want to get off the subject. I'll get back here in line here. But stop and think about it. If everything that we as Christians do in the natural is supposed to be how we're supposed to live before God, as far as the supernatural is concerned, then we're missing it completely. Our life was never meant to be a natural life. It was meant to be a supernatural life because there's a divine seed in us. That divine seed does not depend on the natural. It depends on the supernatural. Our body depends on bread, water, food, uh, medicine, uh, vitamins, minerals, and things like that. But the inner man, he does not depend upon that. He just depends on the fellowship, the relationship that he has with Christ, with the Holy Spirit. And that relationship is one that is supernatural. It is not a natural relationship. Yes, you know, we may bow the knee. Yes, we may read and study our Bibles. Yes, we may have fellowship. Yes, we may even worship in church and raise our hands and praise God and give Him glory and thanksgiving. All those things are good and fine. But our walk is supposed to be a supernatural walk. It does not give the devil access It does not give him opportunity. That's why when Jesus prayed for Peter, Jesus knowing that Peter was going to deny him, Jesus didn't pray, I'm going to pray that your faith increase. Uh, I'm going to pray that the devil leave you alone. I'm, I'm going to pray that you make the right decision. Uh, I, I'm going to pray that your soul and your mind are strong enough. But Jesus simply told him, I have prayed that your faith fell not. See, it was faith. Faith is the substance of the Faith is not a natural thing. Faith is a supernatural, supernatural, supernatural and spiritual element in the life of the Christian. So, when it has when the scripture says here, have God's faith, that shouldn't make us draw back and stumble and fall, but we should consider the words that Jesus has said. Another translation says, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have the faith of God. Now stop and think about that one for a second. The faith of God speaks, and it comes to pass. But it doesn't say try in your own strength to have faith, but it says have the faith of God. Have that which has already been dealt out as a measure. Have that which belongs already to God. Have that which has already also been implanted, imparted, and given to the believer. Have that. Another translation says, And Jesus answering said to them, 
have faith from God. Notice the difference that it makes in where you put the words of and from and by and through. So it makes a big difference. So let's read those three again. Have God's faith. Have the faith of God. Have faith from God. That makes it so different. You get a totally different perspective. Or, here's another translation. It says, And Jesus replied, Let the faith of God be in you. This is four translations. There were more. There were others. But I just uh, uh, selected these in particular because they bring forth something that is a missing element. We're We're supposed to trust God. We're supposed to believe in God. But right here, it says that the source of our faith is not what we do to Him, but what He has done to us. Or I should say, is not what we do by our strength or our believing or our so-called faith, but it's by what He has already done in us. So have God's faith, have the faith of God, have faith from God, let the faith of God be in you. Now I hope that these little uh, uh, scriptures and translations here have, have actually Helped you stop and think, wait a minute, you know, I've always, you know, have faith in God, have believe in God. Yes, we're supposed to do that. But this is not what Jesus was talking about when he uh, spoke to that tree. He was saying, let God's faith operate through you. Have the faith of God that operates through you. Have the faith that's from God operate through you. Allow and let the faith of God be in you and operate through you. Now, we see this a little bit more clearly and we can understand it in the life of Paul uh, through the translations of the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. And once again, I did the same thing. I took up uh, 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 some different translations to bring out the concept that we just read from Mark eleven twenty two, Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. And all of us who belong to Christ should consider the flesh crucified to him. I have been crucified with Christ. And it is no longer I that lives. When was I crucified? When Christ was crucified. I died with him. Of course, We may have only found that out when we were born again, but that's when it took place. When he died, when he was crucified, we were crucified with him. It is no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And that is true of every born again believer. Christ lives in us by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And then it says, And that the life which I now live, see there is a life that I now live, and I live it in the flesh. I live in faith, by the faith, which is in the Son of God. See, there is a faith that Jesus operated on when he walked upon this earth. 
Now he is seated at the right hand of the Heavenly Father. And the scripture says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. So where does our faith come from? From him. From the person of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. I live by faith. The faith of the son of God who loved me and given himself for me. I want to read that all over again. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that live. See, even though it's my physical body, but yet it's been purchased by the blood of Jesus. So my body belongs to him. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now am living The life which I now live at this very moment in my physical flesh. I live in faith. The just shall live by faith. You cannot deny that. The righteous shall live by faith. I live in faith by the faith which is in the Son of God. Where's my faith coming from? From Jesus. What did did Jesus tell his disciples? Have the faith of God. Now, we are to have the faith of Jesus, the faith of God. There's no difference operating in our lives. The faith which is in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. I'll read another translation. I'm crucified with Christ. And no longer live. I, but Christ lives in me. But in that, I now live in flesh. I live by faith. The faith of the Son of God. Who has loved me and has given himself for me. Now stop and think about When did Jesus' faith ever fail him? When he walked here on earth. When was Jesus' faith not victorious? When did Jesus get defeated because his faith wasn't working? And the answer is no, no, no. Not once. And the scripture here, Paul is saying, I am living a physical life in a physical body made of flesh right now in this planet, in this world, but I'm living that life that I'm living in this body by his faith. Not just faith in Jesus, but by his faith who gave himself and loved me. We're running out of time. I'm going to pick up on the same thought tomorrow with the Lord's help. So join us on Sunday as we continue, and I'll continue with some more translations that I have to help us understand this. But you can see how different that is to see it that way than to just simply say, have faith in God. Just trust God. There's a very big difference. Well, anyway, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Jesus is coming. Be glad for that. Until then, the Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.